0: Eight myths new agents think about right after getting their license. What are they? You'll find out in this podcast. Stick around. There are so many things to learn and find out about this industry. But today I wanted to share eight myths that real estate agents think about right after they're getting their license or maybe even before. So let's start with the first myth. The first myth is that new agents meet or research or find out all sorts of gurus and coaches, and they are under the impression that everyone knows more than they do. And that's not always necessarily the truth. There are a lot of good coaches out there. And of course, there are amazing gurus and real estate agents that teach a lot of real estate tips and tricks for free but not everybody knows necessarily what is it that you are planning to do with your own business your own business is individual but not all real estate coaches out there and real estate gurus really in the end know everything They also started where you were. They were also new and everything that they're talking about, they learned from experience and from doing research. So it's not really the truth. And it's a myth that everyone that has been in a real estate industry longer than you knows more than you. You might have been researching this industry for quite a while, and you might actually know a lot more than you think. The second myth is that the minute you graduate and get your license, you're desperately trying to make it big immediately. So you watch the HDTV shows and the celebrity shows and you think you're a failure because you're just a regular agent making basic income. That's not always necessarily the truth. There's always a backstory that has most of the time has not been talked about when these uh, big stars get on TV, or they have already a large social influence presence. They have gone through a journey of their own that most likely they will not talk about, or maybe mention some things along the, the way, but they didn't get there overnight. They didn't get their license and just got there overnight. It took a lot of hard work, perhaps even certain connections or influences that they've met along the way. And I guarantee you, certainly, they were not afraid to talk to people. Myth number three is that when you are just starting out in real estate, you think you need a coach. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But think about the fact that coaching costs a lot of money. A lot of people that have been in the business for a long time and they produce millions of dollars in sales. When they want to get to another level in their business, perhaps they make they're making three hundred thousand and they want to make six hundred thousand, and they need a substantial input from somebody high level to be able to guide them on how to get there. Usually these coaches are very specific in what they do and how they guide the clients and get into that higher level. But you do still have to make sure that you pick somebody that knows what they're talking about. It is a huge investment to hire an excellent coach. And that coach should be somebody that's able to talk to you on the phone privately one to one when you're first starting out in real estate you don't have the kind of budget most most of you don't have the kind of budget to spend so much money focusing on something that's probably will be useful to you later on in your career in the beginning all the stuff that you are you think you have to pay for is free on the internet There are blog posts. There are tons and tons and tons of YouTube videos with free information that if you actually spend the time to listen to them and write this information down, you are already getting free coaching. The best way to really get any kind of information that you're looking for in the beginning while you're still trying to keep things simple and just get your first two years rolling is to get a couple of great books on Amazon, read them, make notes, write a business plan, and listen to great coaches on YouTube that provide free information. The fourth myth is that when you're trying to develop your clientele, you do everything under the sun possible, but talk to people this business is all about relationships contacts and talking to people and i know lately virtual meetings and zoom calls have become popular but we still need the face-to-face interactions the phone calls the conversations and we as humans are naturally inclined to want to meet in person that's why cafes coffee shops uh, are so popular I know there's more of them in Europe but who doesn't like to meet a friend for a coffee and just talk it out it's the same thing with meeting new people wherever you go you meet new people and there you disclose that you are willing to help them not right away of course you build a rapport first with them but when you are first getting out of school, it's so important to have it in the back of your head that you always want to be willing to talk to people. We cannot do this business virtually. We can do some of it virtually. We can do showings and certain calls and consultations via Zoom, but in the end, you still have to meet people. And if you are thinking of 100 ways to avoid talking to people, you're probably in the wrong business. The fifth myth is that when you're coming out of school, you feel that you don't know enough about the business and you start buying courses. And I know there are people out there that haven't sold even one house and they're already building courses. I'm just interested to find out what are these courses going to be about if they haven't really been in the business. I don't know. I, I mean, if they're having fun doing it, then that's great. But why would you want to buy courses from somebody that hasn't really had the experience to deal with the public and do with the actual profession of a real estate agent? Think about it, research. If 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 you think that that person knows more than you, you're probably wrong. You probably know more than they do because you have been looking through YouTube. You have been reading different books and articles. I hope you have. And you probably know a lot more than you think and you don't need to buy courses. Save your money. The sixth myth for the new agent is that you meet somebody that is telling you that they've been in the business for 30 years and they know everything. And because you just got your license, you think that they are actually right. That is not necessarily the truth because you have just come out of school and you have everything fresh in your mind. Think about it. When was the last time this person graduated from real estate school? Sure, they take the uh, CE courses, but those are just about, you know, eight hours of, some kind of a refresher course but you have just come out of school and you have all this information about real estate law that's fresh in your head so you already know and remember more than the person that took this course 30 years ago that's one the second is that this person you have to verify how many transactions this person has done in the last 30 years per each year because there are agents that say they've been in the business for 30 years, but they only do four, three transactions per year. And there are agents that have been in the business for two three years, and they do 20 transactions per year. So think about the leverage, because really the experience comes with transactions in this business, not with how many years you've actually held your license. So this is a huge myth. The seventh really important myth, you come out of school, you know everything about the real estate license law, you know, all the rules and regulations, you know how not to get sued, but you have no clue how to start serving your clients whether it's buyers or sellers and you run off to join a team and the team slashes a percentage of your earnings for themselves and then you also have to give another percentage to the brokerage that the team is under hence you're left with not much for yourself if that is the model that you want to go with If you feel comfortable with that kind of a model in the first year or two, then join a team. But you have to remember though, if you join a team for one or two years, you will be required most likely by that team to promote their branding. So if your focus is to build your own business, you should think about this before you join a team. If your focus is just to be kind of in the back scene and learn things, you don't mind getting your commission slashed left and right, you don't mind promoting the branding of the team, then that's something you could do. But my advice for you is before you join a team, if you really do want to make your own name in your market, do your own branding, and you don't want to give up the commission to your team, then think about doing this think about getting a mentor because if you are a self-motivated individual and if you really love this industry and you really want to make it and you want to use your own branding and start marketing yourself in your own market then a good mentor and I'm not talking about a mentor that's going to provide you guidance for the first three transactions like an eXp I'm talking about a mentor that's going to be with you for a year or two. Once you have that mentor, this person can help you, guide you in the first year of your dealings with the buyers and sellers. Because you also have to do your due diligence and do a lot of research in in terms of business planning, how you're going to structure everything, how you're going to do marketing, How are you going to get clients, leads, all that stuff? It's all really your own work. The mentor is not going to do that for you. The team is not going to do that for you either. But you have to get your own leads. Maybe the team is going to give you some leads, but you still have to convert them, nurture them, and you still have to do the work. But having a good mentor is going to take take away the anxiety Of you being afraid to deal with your first buyers or sellers. I know it can be very stressful and very nerve wracking because there's so much responsibility. But when you have that person next to you holding your hand and you can always ask questions on the phone, that's a game changer. So think about that rather than joining a team if you do really want to market yourself. And the last eight myth is that people that come out of the school, become new agents, think that women and men are just put into one category and we are all real estate agents doing the business exactly the same. From what I have observed and I have seen, I have watched, women do business differently in general, in any kind of industry. That's a fact. But what I have observed is that in real estate, women do real estate a little bit differently than men. They have a different approach towards clientele, towards meeting people, towards developing relationships. Men are different in terms of developing relationships. Women are more nurturers. Women, men are more hunters. Men are a little bit more about getting the sale, getting a call. That's why men are better at cold calling. I'm not saying women are not good cold callers, but it's just the nature of the, of the men, the way they do business, and, and women that is a little bit different. We can still both, all of us, do this job amazingly well, but let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> women do things differently in general. And this difference in us, we also apply to the business. So I cannot look at my colleague who is a man and do everything exactly the same way he does because that might not actually not be comfortable for me. So that's also one thing to keep in mind when you're building your business model and you're creating different strategies to get clients and leads and generally business development when you first starting out. That's why if you are getting a mentor, then it's really important that if you're a woman, that mentor is going to be a woman. And if you're a man, that mentor is going to be a man. That is just my opinion. I'm not discriminating against anybody, but I've observed that. It's my own observation and my own tip for you. So these are the eight myths facts and things that I have observed so far being in the industry, wanted to share them with you. I hope you found them helpful. Leave a comment below if you have any questions and I'll see you on my next video, my next podcast. Thanks so much for watching and for listening.